Yo, it's Fresh Hot Sports. We back for episode two. So, so today's date is March 4th. And the Sixers just ate a dub over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tyrese Maxey, 32 points. How does that make you feel? I mean, great. You know, yeah, it's, it's just uh, like... I don't I'm, think I'm predicting right now all-star reserve next year for Tyrese Max. You think? 100%. He's balling out. You think getting rid of Simmons, like, brought it out in him? Like, you know, I got to play better. I got to step up. Like, do you think it brought it? I think he just wants to win just like all of them. They're all dogs out He's got there. that, like, you know, dog mentality. That, you know, that got that killer. Like, he can just score whenever he wants. Dude, he's on like another level, and he knows it too. Like he he knows it because you could see it like on the court. Like after he at least last week, two threes in a row. I say, uh, I say, fucking earlier. I mean, Harden just rubbing off on him. Everyone's got that step back on the Sixers I think, now. I think that's what it is because before Harden, think about it, it was just another Sixers. Now you got Harden, like he brings that extra like boost. You know what I mean, he brings that confidence. Or like the swagger that the Sixers needed a little bit. I think he holds, you know, everyone accountable. He, he wants to win, and he brings that, you know, winning mentality because he isn't one yet. So um, I think he's just bringing out the best in everyone. Hopefully uh, Harris will catch on to that. I read something the other day when Maxi only had four points in the first half of the game the other day. Uh, Harden told them, like, are you going to play today or what or something like that? And that's when Maxi came out and he went off in, like, the second half. Yeah, you know, it's nice to have um, guys on the team now that you can actually, like, say something like that, too. And they're not going to, you know, cry about it or anything. That's so. surprising coming from you, too, because you're a big Simmons fan. I mean, that's... I a, am, but, you know... I mean, the fact is the fact. I mean, you can't... The facts are the facts. I, I don't like Simmons' mentality. I like the player, but his mentality is just... Dog shit. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, it looked like a good game. I mean, we, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the full game, but from what I saw, it looked like, like they kept every time the Cavaliers kept, you know, getting points, they just come right back. Like, there was no, like, dilly sale. That's what happens around. to good teams. That's what happens when you add someone, James Harden, to the team, you know, with his offensive – I mean, he can do it all. I think it gives Doc Rivers, like, flexibility a little bit, too. It has to. I mean, you can't uh, – you're going to you're gonna guard Embiid. You're going to double Embiid. That's fine. Then you got to deal with Harden. You're going to double Harden. You got Embiid. And then you got Maxi dropping 25 a night. Who do you pick? Who do you stop? Pick so, your poison. So I, I don't want to jump ahead a little bit like all Philly sports media does. Well, I mean, Tyrese Maxey, if he keeps playing like this, you know, if he could play like this all season, even in the next year, could you say he's a better player than Ben Simmons if Simmons plays the same way he's played his whole career with the Nets? I mean, it, like the, his whole career with the Sixers, but if he plays like that with the Nets? Uh, I think it'll be different for sure because, I mean, he's, Simmons is going to be playing next to Harden and Kyrie. So I feel like they complement his game more than in Philly. But... I mean, Maxi, Maxi's gotten better from last year. I mean, it's clear and obvious that he's gotten better. And Simmons has been the same player offensively. 
he hasn't, you know, done his job in the off season. I mean, we keep seeing these videos. <laughs> when are we going to see the the actual the, the actual the game, game film? Yeah. What's going on? I mean, I want to see something in the actual game offensively from Simmons. It's definitely interesting to see how the playoffs are going to play out because then it's like if the Sixers play the Nets, like Simmons isn't playing March 10th. I think we all know that. Like he's not going to play. Is he even going to sit on the bench? I don't know. If he sits on the bench, it's going to be brutal for him because you're going to have Philly fans in the stands just chirping. There's no way he sits on the bench. No way. You you think he's not? No way. No. No. If they're not going to let him play, they're definitely not going to let him sit on the bench and just take the abuse. You see, but I feel like if he doesn't play March 10th, which he's probably not, it makes it worse for him. If this 100%. It's going to make it worse because then it's just going to – your mentality going into the playoffs – he sucks in the playoffs as it is, and now it's like now the pressure's really going to be on. I'd rather get it over with now if I was him, but I guess you know he's got like a back that. issue. I don't know what's going on over there. I mean, the Nets aren't even in the playoffs. I don't think right now. I think they're in the playing tournament, so they need to get him back or something. I don't know. Uh, this is going to be interesting to see how it goes. You think Tobias Harris is going to step up towards playoff time like he did last year? I mean, playoff Harris last year was just. <laughs> That was just Harris is gonna he did be, his job last year. I mean, you're getting paid on a big contract like that. You gotta step up. I mean, you know, I think he's um I think he's playing his last year in Philly here with the contract. We'll see how it goes. You know, I don't know if he has a really good playoff run, like I'm talking like really, really good. So I hope he does because they need him, but I hope he gets his, you know, trade value up by playing in the playoffs a little bit because he's got a huge contract. So let me ask you this. If Harris plays the same way he's playing now, but then playoff time, he plays just like last year, if not better than last year in the playoffs, do you keep him another year just because he's good in the playoffs? What do you do? Like- I'm going to say no. I mean, I, I like Harris. I feel like he creates a, you know, mismatch. You know, he's a little bit difficult to, you know, game plan around for the other team if you don't have size at your uh, three and four position. But, yeah, I I think they're going to trade him. You know, I'm a fan of Harris. I like him on and off the court. I like his game. But, uh, you know, he's just a little too – I need more for his contract. The, The skill is there. The contract value isn't there. So I mean, 180 million dollars is just too much for him. Look how the Sixers are doing now without with him playing. Like, I, I, do you, would you call him playing now decent or just like average? I mean, you know, it's got to, it, you know, I mean, it's got to be hard a little bit with James Harden coming, you know, here with. I mean, Simmons wasn't playing, so Harris was the number two option, and now that Harden's here, Maxie's just playing now he's number a thousand four. times better. Now he's the fourth option. Well, if that's going to be hard adjustment for I you. I mean, if that's me, that's taking that as motivation to play better. I'm I'm sure it does because I know he's the type of guy that wouldn't you know get all butthurt over that. He would you know take it full on and um, unlike Simmons, relax. <laughs> um, he would take it you know. And run with it and try to. I mean, he's gonna have open shots all the rest of the season, the playoffs. He's gonna have you know open and good looks. He's just gotta. They're gonna fall. I mean, he played okay tonight. He played pretty well. Past uh, three games, he hasn't done much, but he's gonna have open looks. He's too good of a player not to hit him. So he'll knock him down. I'm gonna talk about Harris, right? Playoff Harris. Playoff Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Playoff Harris. That- that sounds better. 
definitely want to get a Tobias Harris jersey and just duct tape playoff Harris on the back because that that's the only time I like him to be honest with you. It would only make sense. It does. I mean, man, I, it makes you look back like the way Maxie's playing right now. If he if he played like this, if Simmons didn't play in last year's playoffs and Maxie played like this, what do you think happens? Yeah, I mean, like, I hate to do the scenarios and the conspiracy theories, but it's like, you can't help but not think about that. But then again, you can only go forward, too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be hard, you know. I mean, Simmons was an all-star. It's got to be hard to, you know, kind of decide to bench your all-star point guard because well, you just said lack of Maxine aggressiveness. Could possibly be an all-star next year if he keeps playing the way he's playing now. I don't want jump, to jump the gun or anything. Well, not even of how he's playing now. I just think that growth-wise, he's going to just get 100 times better next year, just like he did from last year. I mean, he could shoot outside now. He's hitting step-backs. You know, I mean, I, I wonder what he's going to add to his game next year, you know, maybe a little more playmaking, some defense. But uh, it seems like the sky's the limit for him. He fell to 21. You know, I just want to say shout-out to uh, Elton Brand. For uh, getting us that pick in the Markel Foltz trade, you know I know there's a lot of uh, Elton Brand haters out there that don't like him for, you know, whatever reasons. But I just want to say shout out him for getting that pick because Sixers are championship contenders right now, and Maxie's got a whole hell of a lot to do with that. So you're thanking Elton Brand? I am, I am. You know I know Daryl Morey. I, you know, Maury's great. He got Harden here. He uh, signed George Niang, who's been great. I mean, I mean, he drafted Maxi. I'm not no hate to Maury, but I think Elton Brand gets unnecessary hate. What about Sam Hickey? The process. I mean, you I, know, I'd, I've even heard a lot of people over the past, you know, year when the Sixers lost last year, saying that him, Sam Hickey, did nothing. You know, that what he did didn't work. And, you know, obviously the Sixers haven't won yet, but the Sixers over the past five, six years have really tried. You know, they've tried, they've spent money, they've made trades. And then when the team, you know, started to fall apart a little bit, they pick someone else up and they keep trying. You know, there's, they're going after it. They're not just, you know, sitting back after, you know, Jimmy Butler leaves or Al Horford sucks. You know, they make it work and are uh, trying to find a way to get a ring and they're, Always See, on the that's pursuit. why I love Embiid though, because he's been here so many years, and he like he enjoys the Philly fans. Like he never, I never see him bitch about the fans. Really, I mean, you know, you get once in a while, but not great. Like he, he loves like when he walks in for the intros, like before the game when they do like you know Joel Embiid. You know when he, he gets introduced when he comes out, like you could feel the energy. Like everyone loves him. Embiid is Philly. I would I would say that too. I mean, he loves the fans. The fans love him. He works hard. But um, I also think, you know, as I get older, you know, uh, the fans a little bit ridiculous in some, you know, scenarios. Uh, I mean, various, you know, situations. Can you give me an example? Well, I mean, just one example. I mean, the Eagles fans tried to fight Mike Scott, who was their own sixer i mean mike scott's from washington so i, I would want him to be a washington fan i don't oh, so, like so, so you're blaming the fans you're saying yeah i don't like when someone is from you know 
New Jersey and as a Dallas Cowboys fan. No, you root for the team that you are where you're from. You know, I I don't like someone from New Jersey and rooting for the Lakers. You know, you root for the Sixers or the Knicks. Now, like, for example, you root for the Lakers, but if you like LeBron, all right, you like LeBron, you don't like the Lakers, you like LeBron James. Yeah, like I love LeBron. Kobe, like when Kobe was alive, you know, Everyone loved Kobe, so yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, it's what it is. No, but like I'm talking to like people that, you know, are you know supposedly diehard fans for a team. Like, I I I'm just you know that's how I was raised. You know, I take sports seriously, and my family. You know, you got to be four for four. You root for the teams. You know, Philly. It's Philly teams. I like them all. I mean, like if you're a New York fan. Root for all the New York teams. Don't switch your teams up. Man. Yeah, I, that that's the worst when, you know, you're a Lakers fan, but then an Eagles fan, but then you're like a Yankees fan, a Yankees fan. And then, like, you know, yeah. pick, at least pick a city, you know, come on. You think you think Philly fan base definitely one, one of the best? Well, easily top. Obviously, five. I'm going to be biased. hella biased to it. <laughs> you know, I think. um just being, you know, on Twitter and being at a lot of games, you know, the fans do get out of control, dumping popcorn on Russell Westbrook, various things like that. But I will say that all of that is wrong. But when I see it happen on another team, I never, you know, I don't see Bleacher Report posting about it. I don't see it on the news. Like you know, I don't standard. see it anywhere. It is. If the shoe was on the other like, foot. Like, for example, like after the Cowboys playoff game, when the fans were throwing stuff at the refs, if, you know, like when the, when Dallas was pretty much losing. um, When Dallas lost. When Dallas again. lost again. <laughs> uh, Dak at first was like, you know, the fans got to be classier than that. Yeah, I forgot his exact statement, but he, he was basically – Say he was basically against the fans for it. Yeah, because he thought they were, they were throwing, throwing it at, at the them, players. At the yeah. players. But then when he found out they were throwing it at the refs, he was like, what do you say, like more power to them or something? He like agreed with them. He was all of a sudden he was like, Oh that, well that's okay. We call, you know, we call that clown behavior. But if that was Jalen Hurts standing up there in an Eagles uniform saying the exact same thing Dak said. All over ESPN and Bleacher Report, you would see how bad Eagles fans are, how bad Eagles players are. Or it's not just Eagles; it's Philly sports in general. I just feel like the the shoes always on Philly sports foot, but never, you know, on the other side. It's just a double standard. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. You know, um, they just get a they get a bad rap. I mean, we get a bad rap. I know. Um, I would never personally throw or do yeah, any of I mean, that stuff. Well, we're raised a little bit different. Not saying we're I mean, raised there's a, but every sports but, fan base has that. There's plus, guys that are going to do you that. You're not looking at two. Like, Philly fans, we're, we're passionate, man. It's just like, where do we get win. into the game? Like, at the end of the day, yeah, it's just a game. But the same breath, it's like, you know what? Like, I know people that had season tickets 25, 50 years. It's like, you know, it's a part of their life. It's like. For any of the sports, it's just like either you get it or you don't. Yeah, and I feel like only people from Philly or like the Philadelphia tri-state area, like that are Philly fans, understand how understand Philly fans. Outsiders don't understand how we are. That makes sense. 
they don't. Like, I feel like don't. we only understand from the inside, but any mm-hmm. but any outsiders, like, from different fan bases don't understand why Philly fans are the way they are. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying or not? I, I do. I do. I, we're just passionate. You know, we, we want to win. We want to win. That's it. I we, mean, we, that's all we ever wanted. And we always, just the criticism's always against us. If you think about it, it's always against us. It, I, I just don't like how there's always, you know, national headlines for someone doing something stupid that they shouldn't be doing on a Philly fan, either the Sixers, Eagles, Phillies, whatever game. But then I see someone, you know, another fan doing it for a different, you know, sports team, and it just doesn't get ever talked about. It's you know, a double so standard. It is. It's it, a double it legitimately st- is, and if you don't agree with that, then you're just completely wrong. You're by, you're blind, you're blind as well. Yeah. That's it. Literally got blinders on. That's it. Like, but, yeah, I mean, that's just Philly fans for you. But, like I said, like, guys like Embiid, I like the players that are with the fans, if you know what I mean. Like, Joel Embiid. They're for the fans. He's he's for the fans. Like, you know, Philly Magic. Bryce Harper, he's another example. When he comes running out in the field, he does the bow in the outfield. Like, he's with the fans. He understands how the fans are. Like, it's just players like that that, you know. They just get it. They get it, exactly. You know, even Zach Ertz. Why do you think he was so emotional leaving the Eagles? I mean, he loved the city. He loved the fan base. That was his family. It was his home, like. I love the players that embrace the fans like that. That's yeah, it was just, almost as emotional as Orlando Scandrick leaving the Eagles. Yeah, well, Orlando Scandrick, Philly is just rent-free in his head because he didn't do shit here. I don't think he ever did shit anywhere, personally. I mean, he, yeah, I guess he was... Bad signing. Bad it was a bad, signing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just rent-free. Cause, and we caught him because he sucked. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just a double standard. It really is. You know, just just like Anna Horford. You know what I mean? You want to talk about rent-free? Oh, my God. Sixers fans are rent-free in her head. I mean, I wonder Horford, if she thinks about anything else. I really, I really don't know. I mean, Al Horford's contract was terrible. First of all, we paid him all that money. He didn't do shit. Here. Paid him one hundred and ten million dollars, and we somehow didn't believe in him or give him a chance. Okay, exactly, exactly. We got people like Anna Horford out here try, blaming Philly fans and all. Why don't you just admit your brother sucked? He's. I mean, you, you can laugh all you want. He. Excuse my language. He fucking sucked. He was terrible. For he was terrible for what we were paying him, one hundred ten million to do that. Like really, and her, even as he's, as he's off the team, she still tweets at Sixers fans once in a while. It's like, what? What are you, what are you bored with your life or something? She is. She lives through her brother. I don't see her brother, you know, saying it, much. Same thing. It's just it's just like Mahomes' wife too, and Jackson Mahomes. It's like. Oh my God! It's like they—you're living through your family's fame, like you're living through, you know, at your your husband's fame or your brother's fame. Why? My home's wife. Look, I don't know what goes on personally, but I don't see. I personally don't have a huge problem with her. My only problem is I don't see any other NFL wife act like the way she does. You know, I'm I fine like with you know supporting either your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Husband, wife, you know, full on supporting them, but the way she just acts, you know, on social media, you know, shooting champagne on the fans in twenty degree weather. So, 
honestly, with the champagne, that one didn't bother me too much. I understand everyone's point of view, but I'll tell you why it doesn't bother me. You can hate me for it all you want. I mean, at the end of the day, they were winning a playoff game. I mean, if it was me personally that got champagne rained on, at first I'll be like, what the hell? But at the end of the day, it's like, eh, we're celebrating. You know, who really cares? But would she want champagne shot on her in 20-degree weather? I don't know. I can't answer that question, but. Me personally, I'm looking at it from a Philly fan. If it was Philly fans, I mean, they were passionate. If it was me, yeah, I'd be a little pissed that I'm wet and smell like champagne. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I am even won the game. But I'm not. I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying she's right for it. Me personally, I don't let too much get to me like that. But you know, but like I, the other stuff, the the way they act, like I saw a video of her screaming. It had to be from like last year. It was like, everyone who does this, that. It was like, what are you doing? Like, not yeah. anyone else's in any major league spouse acts like that. And same thing with Jackson Mahomes. Like, dancing on uh, Sean Taylor's logo, doing a TikTok on Sean Taylor's logo, like, before a game. Really? Like, come on, dude. Like, you can go any other place, make, make your TikTok. You have to do it on Sean Taylor's number and last name on the field. talk about just literally living through your brother. I mean, Jackson Mahomes literally lives with him, and I, I don't know what else he does other than he makes out with his camera while making the TikTok. So I, I don't know what else he does. You know, it seems like he's just bringing negative attention by doing that stuff. To his brother too. Yeah, I mean. Patrick Mahomes, I feel, just gets unnecessary hate because of how his family. I mean, I, I also feel Chiefs fans make it worse because I feel like Chiefs fans only know two or three players, and that's it. I mean, you. Got, I remember when we went to the Eagles and Chiefs game, all you saw was Chiefs fans wearing Mahomes jerseys, Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. That was it. You might have seen a Tyreek Hill jersey here and there, but all the main jersey I saw was Patrick Mahomes. Like, is that your only player? Like. Is that the only one? He won you them a Super Bowl, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, guess but like, I mean, I guess maybe if we were at the Chiefs game, I mean, they would be different. You know, hell, I don't even own a Jalen Hurts jersey. <laughs> I have a Darius Slate jersey before I bought a Hurts jersey. Yeah, but even at Eagles games, like you'll still see like different jerseys of people, but you'll relatively see, you know, Devontae Smith mainly. You know, well, yeah, I mean, you see the guy, but like, here's the here's the problem with fans like that. Like, like Patriots fans, I couldn't stand them for years, not because they were winning Super Bowls all the time, but because they were obnoxious about it. You know what I'm saying? Fan bases that are obnoxious about it, that I don't like. Like, Patriots I'm not fans. Lie, were, if the Eagles had as many Super Bowls as the Patriots. Well, I'll tell you why, and it's not a double so. standard. After all the criticism, Eagles fans and everything, and we all get, if the Eagles were to have a dynasty like that, yeah, I'm going to be obnoxious about it now because we're, we're always the ones that are criticized, if you think about it. Yeah, it was true. always the no ring jokes towards us, and then we won a ring, and then now it's like, oh, one hit wonder. You know what I mean? like, we never get a break. I'm not playing the pity role. It's just a fact. You know what I mean? But then you got Dallas fans over here. They're obnoxious, but they're losers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to talk about Dallas, you know, if you want to, we, we could talk about that for a little bit, you know. It, it's, we'll, de- we'll definitely get into that in a short minute, but I just want to finish with about fans. Like, listen, if you got to be obnoxious 
about you know about your fan base winning all the time. Like like again, I'm not a baby. I can take it. I don't care. But then when it's done back, like Chiefs fans in the playoffs this year, we're winning, we're winning, we're winning, and then Burrow literally smacked them like in the over. Because as soon as they Chiefs won the coin toss. I know in every Chiefs fan's mind, because I have a couple of friends who are Chiefs fans, where we won the game, game's over, just give us the trophy now. You know what I mean? You can't be like that. You got to be humble. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, Chiefs fans, I guess, just because their team is good, you know, they get a little annoying when I go to the games and I see not a Patrick Mahomes jersey, I see a Jackson Mahomes jersey. <laughs> so I guess it's just because they're good. You know, they're, they're going to be annoying about it if you're – if any team, especially the one that you root for, is good, you know, you're going to be annoying about it. I know I'm annoying about either whenever the Eagles are good or the Sixers. Can't be annoying about the Phillies or even Flyers because they've just been pretty bad. But, you know, I mean, there's going to always be annoying fans, people that uh, are, you know, just nonstop talking or, you know, just – uh acting outlandish at the games. Listen, I'm with my team. I remember there was a guy on the radio years ago. I had to be like 2013, 2014. It was when the Sixers won like 10 games, right? And there was this guy on the radio, and he brought up a very good point. He's like, listen, and he was a Philly sports fan, not just Sixers fan. He was like, I'm with my team if they go 0-81, meaning like he's with the team no matter what. Like Phillies, the Phillies suck. They haven't made the playoffs in like more than ten years, I think, something like that. But they're still my team. I mean, I'm still gonna rep the red and blue. I mean, just like when the Sixers sucked, I still rep them. The Flyers are not in a good position right now, but you know what? I still wear my Flyers jersey and my Flyers sweatshirt around because I'm not ashamed. You know what I mean? My team sucks. All right, yeah, I just behind them. Same thing with the Eagles. I mean, they they're a little bit of a rebuild right now. I stick behind my team. I mean, that's just it. You know, I've never been a big baseball guy, but I mean, if I'm a if I'm a go to a game, I'm only going to a Phillies game. Exactly. Like, I never, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've never I, been a baseball guy, but you know, still, I'm a, I'm a root for them. You know, I'm gonna yeah. follow them a if little bit. If we suck, we admit it. We suck, but you know, you just gotta stick by your team. People think like, oh, you only talk about them when they win. Well, I'm definitely not gonna brag about my team if they're losing. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like I'm only going to really, like, not that I'm not going to talk about them, but I'm going to be really up about it when they're winning. When they're losing, yeah, I'll still talk about my team, but not that crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I mean, if your team's losing, you're not going to really, you know, say much about them. But, um, you know, Sixers have been good for a little while. Haven't, you know, got to the Eastern Conference Finals yet or even a – NBA finals, you know, but hopefully this year, you know, Phillies have been in a rough spot. They got Bryce Harper MVP last year. I hope they, you know, I hope they whenever, get him whenever the lockout ends, I hope they, you know, sign some well, guys. Rob, Rob Manfred's a clown. It's just horrible. like, just like Roger Goodell. Yeah. They're, they're, he's horrible. He's a disgrace. Um, But again, you know, Everything about the MLB, personally, just bores me. Everything, it's, it's bored. Well, I think that's part of the... Um, it's boring. The game, you know, the unwritten rules, you know, they got some cool players in the league, guys that they could market, 
but it's just boring. I look at an at bat and it's almost like 20 minutes long. I went to a Phillies game last summer with a couple of friends and I am no lie falling asleep. I mean, I think that's what the league is trying to do. There's a lot of guys trying to speed things up a little bit. They're also trying to change rules though, which you can't change the game like that. Like, I mean, like I like how they add like the pitcher has 30 seconds to make a pitch. If not, it's a balk. Like it speeds the game up a little bit, but it's still it's just still boring. boring. It's the at bats, you know. Yeah, it's I mean, everything. Yeah, when like, there's action, like you know, when there's bases loaded, you know, that, that two outs, it's like all right, you're on your feet because now you're like, what's gonna happen next? You know, that's when it's not boring. But just sitting there in the batter's box watching the batter get ready and the pitcher get ready and every everybody get ready, it's like they're so slow. I do feel like they should have a clock like that's quicker. To speed yeah. it up a little bit. You know well, I mean? it's America's pastime for a reason. So <laughs> you should uh leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Um we'll be right back and we'll talk a little bit of football now. Some breaking news coming in over the past week. So we'll be right back. This is Fresh Hot Sports. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, talk about football. Some breaking news going on around the league. We're going to talk about that. Some moves that's probably going to be made this offseason and what's possibility that could happen for a free agency for the Eagles and for teams around the league. So why don't we start with the elephant in the room? Not that anyone cares about Dallas or what goes on with the Cowboys because I don't think anybody could stand Jerry Jones anywhere in the league. But Amari Cooper, rumors of him getting released because of the cap space. You think the Eagles make a move or not? Um, I don't know if the Eagles, you know, make a move and actually, like, get him. But I think they'll definitely be interested in him. They uh, offered a second-round pick to the Raiders before he was traded to Cooper – or uh, traded to Dallas, sorry. Um, so I think they'll definitely be interested in him. You know, it doesn't make much sense for Dallas to release Cooper, who um, had a 1,000 yards this year and the previous year, but keep Ezekiel Elliott. Just, you know, it doesn't make much sense. I'd rather have a receiver who is still 27 years old in his prime than, you know, I guess it has to be hard to move that Ezekiel Elliott contract, you know which was awful. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can't pay a running back that much money. You just can't. I mean, a run, uh, let's be real here. A running back is one of the easiest positions to replace in the NFL. You know what I mean? I'm not saying there's not great running backs out there. Don't get me wrong. Ezekiel Elliott, say what you want about him. I don't like him because he's, he's on Dallas, but... He's good. He's good. I mean, you But can't, he's declining. I mean, yeah. if you look at the numbers... You know, he's been a little bit banged up. I mean, he's declining, and you're paying him all that money, and they have yet to win anything. Had great offenses, and their defense this year was good, and they won nothing. Are you surprised? (laughs) 
Again? Know, you, know, you know, I am. I I actually really? am surprised. Wait, are you, know? you actually? I'm legitimately surprised. Let me hear this. I want to hear why you're surprised. I'm I'm legitimately surprised. That, that's a first coming out of you. Let you know, because it. last year, their defense was awful. T- terrible. You know, it didn't matter how good their offense would do. Their defense was just so bad, they couldn't, you know, win. This year, they finally get a defense. They got Trayvon Diggs. They got Micah Parsons. And they did nothing with the okay. same offense, actually better. No, I bet, yeah, I was about to say, if anything, it's better. Better. C.D. Lamb, a whole season and then another <clears throat> offseason that wasn't, you know, with a bunch of stuff going on with COVID, you know, a full offseason with McCarthy and Dak. You know, I know Dak was hurt in the offseason, you know, still rehabbing. But you get that whole offense back with that offensive line. Kellen Moore, who is the second coming of Jesus, <laughs> Mike McCarthy, and they win nothing. I, I don't know what else they need to win. I just think that Dak Prescott is... You know, another Kirk Cousins. I, I'm gonna say it. Really? Puts up. I didn't expect. I didn't expect that because when Dak, okay, we gotta be real here. Dak deserved the contract he got. He did. Hundred percent. He because you could see it last year. I mean, the way the, the 2020 season, when the way Dallas played. I mean, they won what four or five games, something like that. The way they play, I mean, that was just terrible. You could you could see Dak's presence was missing on the field. Hundred percent, but Dak is a good quarterback, just like Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Is a good average quarterback, you saying? Well, what I'm saying is, with the game on the line, everything in the biggest game of the year, all those weapons, Dak didn't get it done. You're right. I mean, he didn't get it done. I just got to reiterate from what I've been saying for years, and you probably know this because we've had these talks. Dak's offense, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. He had Randall Cobb at one point. Now he has C.D. Lamb. He even has another dude. What's his name? Wilson or something like that on the back. Number one. Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson, which is not a bad player. Dalton Schultz. I would take him on my team. You have Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. And then you have your O-line. Your O-line is one of the best in the league, hands down. I mean. Me personally, I think it's definitely the top five O line in the league. Personally, you could look at me For like, sure. like, yeah, I mean, I, they, you, you know, they've had a couple injuries, but every team has yeah, injuries. I mean, they have, don't, they have Zach Martin, right? Yeah. Zach Martin is one of the best tackles in the league, hands down, in my opinion. In my opinion, I, I, he's definitely one of the best. And then you have an offense like that. How do you not like, I, you're putting up garbage points in games? Like, Dak's a good fantasy quarterback, but is he really winning the games he's supposed to be winning? No, that's, I mean, that's why I said he's defense, Kirk Cousins. You know I mean? Listen, Trayvon Diggs is like the Jameis Winston of cornerbacks. You know what I mean? How many interceptions Trayvon have? He had Too a, many. He had a lot of interceptions, but the amount of yards he's let, in, he's let up over the season was... You know, personally, you know, I, I understand the yards are bad, but I, I'm going to take those picks all day. You know, like I, 
I, I like the playmaking cornerbacks and the D backs who can, you know, make plays, you know, get the ball back to their offense. But if you switch Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott, if you put Kirk Cousins on the Cowboys, it's the exact same thing. Well, Kirk Monday night. Three hundred yards. Or? It doesn't matter. Three hundred yards. You know, two two touchdowns. Maybe a rushing touchdown, and they win, and then they get to the playoffs, and it's the I same mean, result. Like I forget the O line for a second. You got Cedric Wilson. You got Randall. You had Randall Cobb. You got Michael Gallup. You had Amari Cooper. You had Ceedee Lamb, which I think it was a stupid pick for the Cowboys. But anyway, then you had Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard back here. How much more help does Dak need? I mean. It's, how much more help does this guy need? It's just further proving the point that an, he's just an average quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying I he's mean, a bad player. I, I he like, just can't get the job done. I would like to talk, you know, to someone that disagrees. I would like to, you know, have a there's like a conversation about it because, but without them going on defense, like automatically, like actually sitting, listening, and trying. I want to hear what they have to say, you know, because I I know a couple Cowboys fans, and you know. I love them. And, you know, some of them are, you know, actually reasonable. And then the other ones, they, you know, don't watch the games. You know, they don't – they they just go by what the uh, – Stats say. The stats. and We know a couple Eagles fans like that too. I... Oh, 100%. They're all over. You know, but it's just, you know, the Cowboys, Eagles, you know, I'm always going to agree with the Eagles side. Even if but the Eagles are wrong. I, I just want to know what – like, so if Dak is so good – why hasn't he gotten it done? I I, I don't know. I personally his think his rookie year. I don't hold it against him. He's a rookie. You know, it was they they had a great run that year. They lost Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest to ever do it. I don't hold that against. I mean, him. yeah, you can't. But since then, as a rookie, he was playing Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and it came down to the since wire. Since then, I mean that that his rookie year. All right, yeah, his rookie year looked like really good, but like just. I can't get over the fact of the offense Dak's had over the past couple of years. Like, how much more help does he need? I mean, it's just crazy. I, and, then, like, you get a Cowboys fan, it's every year it's their year. How? When? When is it your year? Prove me wrong, honestly. Dak Prescott in the playoffs is 1-3. One 1-3. and, three. One and three. What's He the, had yeah. one win... Against the Seahawks, a two-point win against, in the wild card in 2018. Wasn't Russ kind of banged up, too? Their whole team was pretty banged up. Didn't the kicker miss a kick, too? That's why it came down to two points? Mm, I don't I, I think don't the recall. kicker missed the, They Their kicker was out, and they missed two extra points, I believe, because that game actually should have went to overtime. I think I remember what game you were talking about. Let me ask you this. You said Dax won in three in the playoffs? Yes. What's Nick Foles in the playoffs? A lot better than a Dak Prescott. What's he, 3-1, and 4-1, and one, something like that? I'm not saying Foles is a better quarterback than Dak, but when it came down to when the job needed to get done, the job got done, I mean, and you can't hate on that. A lot of Dallas fans are just very, like, biased. I feel like a lot of them have blinders on. Like, as an Eagles fan, I can admit when my team sucks and my team just does wrong, 
But I've never seen a Dallas fan admit that, you know what, we are not a good team or we're an average team. I've never seen a Dallas fan ever admit that. Can you agree? I mean, I've never seen – I just Dallas fans, a lot of them have blinders on. And one of the reasons I don't like Dallas, not, not just because of Jerry Jones, main reason is because of Dallas fans, just because they have blinders on. I mean, it depends, like... Who you're talking to, I guess. Depends who I you're mean, talking to. obviously, in every fan base, you know, as we've been saying, there's reasonable there's a loose fans, screw. and there's not. And, you know, defending Dak Prescott, I get it. I've defended Carson Wentz. I still do. I've defended Ben Simmons, and I still do. And I get it. But... If we're having a serious conversation, Wentz played awful his last year here. Simmons didn't get it done in the Which playoffs. Went, Wentz, yeah, he played awful. I'm not putting all the blame on him, though. No, he played awful, don't get that, me wrong, but I'm not putting all the blame on him, but we'll get in that conversation yeah, a little that's, bit. Yeah, that's a different. Simmons didn't get it done in the playoffs. So if you're defending Dak Prescott, we're having a serious conversation. Tell me why he hasn't got it done in the playoffs. I, I need an answer. I need something. Without without blaming I've the refs. Heard for without years, blaming the refs. I've heard for years how much better he is than Wentz, how much better he is than this guy, how he deserved the contract. Tell me why. What What is well, he I shown? Could t- I could tell you why he des- Look, I'm not a Dallas fan, but I could tell you why Dak deserved that contract. I mean... He did. I'm not saying no, he, he didn't deserve that contract. contract. He did 100%. Did he Zeke deserve his contract? Mm. Technically, yes. Should he have gotten it? No, no, because you shouldn't be paying a running back. It's not 1990. I just want to know all right, you pay Amari Cooper all this money. Now you're going to release him. But, like, why would you pick CD Lamb when they could have had what's his face? That, that other corner, the one that went to Detroit, I forgot his name in the draft. The draft that year, he was one of the best corners in the draft, but Detroit took him. They, they Jerry Jones picked CD Lamb strictly for payback for us because he know we wanted him. Because when we picked Dallas Goddard the year after we won the Super Bowl, because they wanted a tight end because Whit because Whitten retired. But in the same breath, we didn't pick Goddard just to mess with Dallas. We needed a tight end because Brent Sol retired. I mean, you know, just I feel like. Do you feel like Dallas, a lot of the problem is Jerry Jones? I mean, this is what... I think the problem is his son, Stephen Jones, is terrible. Why makes you say that? Because he's the one making the decisions, and obviously Jerry has an input, but I, I think his son sucks. I but, think he's horrible. I mean, the Cowboys, they're really not a horrible team. They just can't get it done. That's what it is. Like you said, Dak, you can't blame Dak's rookie year on Aaron Rodgers because that's just Aaron Rodgers. In fact, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, what's going on with him? Where do you think he ends up 2022 season? Um, I, I still think that Rodgers is going to Denver, but really? I think he should or not he, but I think Tennessee would be a great fit for him because, yes, they have Ryan Tannehill. Can he make a throw? Hell no. 
He has not got it done in the playoffs either. You, We have seen, especially if you watch this last year's playoff, you need a superstar quarterback. You need one. Tennessee has everything except the quarterback. They have Derrick Henry. They have Julio Jones. Yes, he's aging, but they have A.J. Brown. They Their defense is good. They have one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL. Hands down. And it it would be a perfect fit if they could somehow get rid of that Tannehill contract and sign Rodgers. Yeah, but they already said they're committing to Tannehill. Well, then I guess they're committed to losing again. I mean, I like they just lost again after their first round by and they were the one seed. You think he goes to Denver, though, after Peyton Manning was there and did what he did? I I think he does. I I truly think they have the team. They have a great team. team. They have the defense. They got the receivers. They just hired Nathaniel Hackett, who was his OC. Yeah, but I think it makes too much sense. You know who else has that has a similar team? The Steelers. Is that where you think he's going? I could see him winding up with the Steelers. I mean, think about it. The Steelers, honestly, honest to God, aren't a bad team. They have the defense for it. They definitely have the defense for it. Their offense is too bad. I, I mean, look, I'm not a huge fan of Claypool, but he's solid if he gets his head in the game. Juju, he's going in free agency, I think, but I think they'll resign if you get him a quarterback. I mean, think about it. The Steelers' only problem this year is a quarterback. They still made the playoffs. Mike Tomlin's a great, Tomlin. Tomlin's a great coach. Tomlin. And having Brian and having Brian Flores in there too. Brian Flores is an excellent coach. I don't know why the Dolphins got rid of him. Brian Flores and Mike Tomlin together. I think you you put the right quarterback in the Steelers, hundred percent. I think they're going to be really good next year. Also, another team I can see Rodgers going to is the Raiders. Derek Carr. I mean that Derek Carr. I like him. He's a good. He's a good guy. Good. He looks like a really good teammate, but he just can't get the job done. I agree with you. I mean, but I, then you said Rodgers to Tennessee. You don't think that you think that Tannehill's getting the job done? Oh no, 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 no! I don't think. I'm not saying that. The only reason I said Rodgers won't go to Tennessee is because Tennessee already committed to Tannehill. Well, you know. You never know. Things change. Things do change. I, I mean, I'm not rolling it out. I agree with you. They would obviously have to move Tannehill to sign Rodgers, and it's unlikely that That's they do that. Happen. But I'm saying I think that Rodgers would be a over great a thir- fit. Over like a 37, 38-year-old quarterback, too, you got to remember. But they're ready now. That's no, why I was yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, the no, Eagles, right. I, I don't even want the Eagles. He was not yeah, coming to the Eagles. Yeah, I don't want Rodgers. I mean, not that I don't want him, but. I'd rather the Eagles not pursue Rodgers. If anything, I'd rather pursue Watson. Watson over Rodgers and Wilson, 100%. If his legal troubles clear up. I uh, think... I think the world of Deshaun Watson is a football player. As off the He's field... A fantastic football player. Off the field, that stuff is disgusting, horrible, and it is just allegations right now, and right I hope now, they're yeah. not true because I he hope, is I hope they're not true as well. a great player. And even before all this, it seemed like he was a stand-up guy, and look, great person. I, I hope this stuff is not true. And look what he did the year after he lost DeAndre Hopkins, which was one of the worst trades I've ever seen. But look what he did if, without the hop. He still put up almost, what, 4,000 yards in a season? He He has it all. And he has that it, it, it factor. 
He can make the throw. He can run. He'll get kicked in the eye and still throw a touchdown. He doesn't. It doesn't matter who you have out there. If you have Deshaun Watson, you got a chance to win the game. No, nah, hands down. I mean, I'm not ruling. 26 years old and under contract. If those allegations get cleared up and he is 100% you got, you got guilty, I want him on the team. I I want Deshaun Watson on this team. Will I trade three first-round picks for him? Hell Absolutely no. not. I, I will not. At that point, I'd rather build around Hurts. I will not, but that's what it's going to take to get him. So if his allegations get cleared up and he wants to come here, I want him on the team because you, a quarterback like that, they don't come around often. It's like the Sixers trade him for Harden. You know, a lot different situation because Simmons wasn't playing. But still, last year, I was, I'm willing to say now that I was wrong, whether Simmons played or not, trading for Harden was the right move then and now. It was always the right move. I just wanted Simmons to, you know, stay and get better. But if a guy like Watson is available, you, you got to get him. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like that. He's that. He's the guy. You know what I mean? He's like one of those the guy. I'm not ripping on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers just one of his two MVPs in a row. I mean, the hell. I mean, I'm not, I'm not ripping on him. Just I don't want a 38 year old quarterback. Where I can get someone like Deshaun Watson, well, who's more Watson mobile too. now. Like you can yeah, build the around. Eagles them. will be a playoff team. I mean, they were a playoff team this year with Hurts, but you'll still, you know, need a Watson, year. Watson and Devontae Smith together. That you know, you get other weapons, and you know, you could build a team, and you're always going to be in it with Watson. Maybe Watson could even fix Rager's issues. Well, <laughs> well, uh, if he could do that, I mean. Is he a miracle man? Because uh, now I don't want to rip on Russell Wilson either. I mean, Russ, look, Russ is a great guy, great quarterback, but he—I don't want to say he's washed because he's not washed, but he's slowly declining. Slowly, I when I say slowly, I mean slowly. I'm I'm gonna disagree with that, that statement. He's slowly declining. I am. But when I talk about slow, I'm talking about like, like. Turtle slow, like really slowly. I think like, it's like Pete Carroll, like Rob King slow. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I'm gonna disagree with that. I'm, you think it's I, Pete Carroll? I really? think it's Pete Carroll. They've been there. He's been there forever, and after a while, you know, it just you know gets old. The offense, the creativity. They had a lot of injuries. Their defense, it was bad. Russ got hurt. You know, I I still think he's uh. W- would I say he's top five now? No, but it was in the MVP conversation. What two years? Well, he's ago? always in the MVP conversation Until, like, the first week, six weeks, yeah, and then after that, you know, he's eight. out. But would I say he's top five? No, but I I still think he's got a lot left in the tank. I think he takes care of his body. In the off season, I think he's, um, you know, locked in always, and he wants to win Super Bowl every year. That's his only mentality, and uh, I think he'll, I think he'll stay in Seattle this year. 
But I think after he's got one more year in Seattle, and then I think they trade him so somewhere else. In Eagles free agency, who who are we targeting here? What do you think? Me personally, I'm, if I'm in free agency, I'm targeting more defense. I mean, our defense is pretty solid the way it is, but go. For, you know what? If you're not gonna, if you're not looking at Nicobe Dean or a linebacker in the draft, looking for agency. I mean, they got they definitely got money to spend, and I want oh, them to 100%. spend on defense. If offense wins games, defense wins championships. Now, if you're spending in free agency, that means you got to draft some. You got to draft another weapon for Hurts. Uh, you definitely should look for another D tackle. Would you agree? Especially Brandon Graham. He, he's retired, right? He's got a year left. A year left or something like that. A year. But he's 33, 34 years old. Like, you, you need a new D tackle. You want to get that D line going. You know I mean, like, look at the Rams. Like, they had Von Miller, an aging Von Miller, and an aging Aaron Donald, but they're both still great players. Them two together, like, dominated the Super Bowl. On defense, yeah, I want to see the um, Eagles sign a, a linebacker or spend uh, big time money on a safety. I would love Jesse Bates, I think That's he's gonna get franchise tagged, but I would love him, you know, Marcus Williams from the Saints. I think the Eagles defense has lacked a playmaker. You know, Slay is locked down. Like that it guy you mean on defense. I'm talking about a guy who is going to get you a pick or a fumble or a deflection that turns into a pick something. He's going to do something. He's a game changer, a playmaking safety or cornerback. You know, Slay had a couple picks last year. I love Slay. He's locked down. I think that they need to re-sign Slay, extend him. Slay is, defi- age. Slay is definitely someone the Eagles really desperately needed. Yeah, 100%. And um, I would I would love them to sign a safety and a linebacker. And then also in the draft, I would love them to go all defense unless Jamison Williams is there from Alabama, wide receiver. Not a bad choice. Not a Towards bad. ACL, but- yes. But he... I think is going to be a star. I think him and Smith next to each other will be great. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree 100%. Get Hurts some help. But I also got to say, Hurts isn't a big time, doesn't have a big time arm. I mean, in reality, are you looking this free agency, this offseason to look for more running backs, if anything? Because Sanders gets hurt a lot. He gets hurt at least once a year now. Um, I like Sanders. I personally don't think he's getting a paycheck from the Eagles. Like you said, I, I, I definitely wouldn't pay Sanders. No, I mean, I I like Jordan Howard because he's just got that like power. He powers through it through versus Sanders is more of like a. Uh, how would you put Sanders? He's more of like a. He's more finesse, you know. He's a, definitely a bigger playmaker. Can do more. I, I feel like he, yeah, he, I feel like he catches the ball better, and Howard just powers through. I I can see the Eagles, you know, looking at cheap options for. Running back. Like I know, said, running backs are maybe Melvin Gordon. He's a free agent. Give him a two-year deal, something that like that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would. I don't know. I think he's gonna want a little bit of money. That's all right. I mean, as long as he's performing. Year, uh, he had a great year last year. I could see the Eagles had. No, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, 
All right, you know that the air game isn't going to be that strong with Hurts. Unless he fixes his arm right. Well, that, I, I know what you're saying, but you got to hope that it gets better. No, I'm not disagreeing. Definitely get him some help. But at the end of the day, a run game, I feel like this season, our run game is going to be a lot more what we rely on. Because last year, we relied a lot on our air game until the second half of the season. I feel like going into this season, Sirianni is going to balance it out a little bit, maybe even run the ball a little bit more. Well, he has to because the Eagles lost in the first round. Because they couldn't throw the ball. Right. So why not get the ground game going a little bit? You know what I mean? You get the ground game going. Well, they had the ground game going. They lost because they couldn't throw the ball. No, it's no all I'm saying is all season. I'm talking I'm not just talking about the playoff game, I'm talking about all season. You get that ground game moving a little bit quicker. Well, just think throw. how good the ground game would be if they could throw the ball because no, then the you. teams I mean, would play the throw and then they could run. Well that that's a quarterback issue. Well, yes, I mean, it Devontae is. Devontae Smith should have had the ball a little bit more last year. He still put up good numbers, especially for a rookie. He's a Heisman winner. He seems like he wants to work hard. He wants it. He, I can see it. You got Goddard. Goddard and Smith are your two big guys. And then when Smith's double double covered, you got Quez open a, a lot. I mean, I, I do he, like Quez. He missed. If you look at that playoff game, he could not read. Well, even all season, but the playoff game, I'm going to target the most because the most recent he cannot read the field hurts he always looks at his first option and that's it uh, he don't look or he don't scan the field and he can he could do that too because he can move out of pocket and all he's mobile like that i don't know why he doesn't scan the field he's i feel like he's too scared with the ball or he just gets trigger happy on the first read i mean yeah he's definitely got to get better scan the field you know finding his receivers you know looking at the levels of the field when you got quez deep or, you know, Devontae on a specific play call for him. But um, I, I think that the Eagles value, you know, Quez Watkins a little too high. So, therefore, I don't think they'll um, spend big money in free agency on a receiver. I could see him going like a one-year deal for someone. But, um, you know, uh, Someone cheap, I could see him sign a veteran receiver because they got to get a veteran receiver in there that can make some plays. But I, I, I don't think they break the bank. I think they either trade the receiver or they, um, you know, sign someone for cheap. Yeah, that look, if you get hurts to help and the next season, he just same thing, he just has a throwing problem, then you, you have to look at other options for hurts. Like you have to start, you have to look to trade him because if you can't get that passing game going. Yeah, if you got the ground game, it's strong. The ground game can only carry you so much. So, basically, for Hurts, get him some more help. Make or break this offseason for Jalen Hurts coming soon. Rent's due this time, Jalen. Rent's due. Legitimately, it's due. You got to pay it. Pay the rent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. All right. So, any final thoughts? Uh, just like I said before, you know, rents do hurts, make the payment. All right. Well, we're definitely going to be excited to see what happens this off season, especially the drafts coming up, I believe next month. Um, let's see what moves happen, especially the combines this week. Let's see who's looking for exciting times. Yeah. Let's see who's looking for who. So anyway, this is fresh hot sports. We're finishing off episode two. It's been real. We're going to keep it real. Peace. Hair grease. Peace out.